The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, your public radio source for inspiration, ideas, and techniques to get you started in real estate investing or to build your business to the next level. Oh, it's Oreo week for those listeners who... Will be joining us here in Cincinnati on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, along with 650 other pre-registered folks. We expect to have over 700 people by the time the dust settles at this awesome and humongous event that is also, as you can imagine, a bit stressful for the folks who are <laughs> doing all of the organizing. And uh, shout out to the staff and volunteers who are at the Great Wolf Lodge right now, putting together the goodie bags, hauling all the books around, setting things up. You guys do a great job every year, and... We really appreciate all of your efforts in putting this together, and we look forward to seeing all you Real Life Real Estate listeners there as well. Uh, the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati meeting tomorrow night is moved to Great Wolf Lodge. So whether or not you are uh, attending the convention, if you're a Cincinnati REA member, do not go to the usual location. Go over to Great Wolf Lodge. There is a uh, vendor reception and and you know, hang out from six to seven. And then at 730, you will have the privilege of listening to my guest today, uh, who is going to talk about how to kind of get your head on straight in the real estate world in your personal world. Because as I'm sure Roger Salam will agree, 80% of your success is not about the market and it's not about what you know or how much money you have. It's about what is going on between your ears. Roger is a real estate investor himself. He is also a best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, mastermind group leader, and former trainer for the Tony Robbins organization. And he is joining us today from his home in St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome, Roger. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my pleasure to be here, Vina. Yeah, and it's it's my pleasure to have you here because we spend a lot of time here on Real Life Real Estate talking about how to, you know, how to be a landlord, how to wholesale houses, how to raise private money, how to invest in your IRA. And I know you have worked with probably thousands, at least hundreds, <laughs> probably <laughs> 
thousands of real estate entrepreneurs and other folks who were building businesses. And um, I, I think you have probably come to figure out sort of what really does make them successful and what doesn't. I I have my share, and I, I did, like yourself, um, one of the things that how I got into real estate is not, you know, people do things for inspiration or desperation. Mm-hmm. In my case, it was pure desperation. I I was a dot-com millionaire, and one day I went from dot-com to dot-gone. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the stock market crashed, I literally... Um, I used to tell people that, oh, man, zero would have been such a happy day because with, with margin calls, I was so far below I couldn't see zero. Mm-hmm. And late night, I can't fall asleep. And I'm slipping through channels. I'm pulling my hair out. How am I going to, you know, how am I going to get out of this mess? And I'm like, and here comes a late night guru. He goes, hey, you can make money in real estate with no money, no credit. I go, I qualify. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, "Um, come to my seminar. I said, great. And I went to, that was my, this is 1999, my first real estate seminar. And I went to one of those uh, free real estate seminars. And later on, it's free to get in, but not free to get out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I literally walked out there. And there was my very first lesson, Vina, that why? People are successful and not successful. And I believe that my philosophy is lead by example and judge by results. I did not, when I say I'm dead broke, I'm not like metaphorically speaking I'm dead broke or anything like that. I had my last Amex card in, in my hand and I go to this seminar. And my philosophy is that I will trust you unless you give me reasons not to. Here in front of me, I have no reasons to believe that was actually uh, Ross Whitney organization doing the seminar. And in it, I ironically look at the turn of events that that same Ross Whitney just published his latest book. And I am on the back cover of his book, giving him endorsement. <laughs> and it's just in full, full circle. And it's an incredible feeling uh, that he's a good friend and uh, mentor. But my point for you is the point of the success. The biggest mistake people make, they think that the real estate is the asset. And I walked out of there, that seminar, that quote-unquote free seminar, with $22,500 on my Amex card and with a commitment. And, of course, it was 30 thousand dollars If I signed up that day, it's only $22,500. And I walked out because the difference between someone who pays $250 for a Carlton Sheets program, and somebody pays $22,500, it's not that I'm getting 2,000 times better quality of information. The difference is the level of commitment. I put everything I had and then some on the line. And before I bought my first house, I invested in my education. Mm-hmm. And right there is the difference. And so I have no qualms about and I, I just... Even from every day, you know, I, I do seminars, and, and people are so unrealistic in the sense that, think about it, that they come to you, and they think on a weekend seminar, they're going to come and for a free, and they're going to make 
uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in real estate investing. And the truth is, it is possible. However, how long does a doctor or an attorney go to school in their profession? And how much does an average um, doctor make and an average attorney make? And we have a profession that you can make way more than that. But if you think that you can become successful and you cannot without any investment in your education, you're right there, you're delusional. <laughs> and so the very first thing is, and, and that was just the beginning of my investing career. And by the way, my very, very first deal, I made that back. And But it did not happen as in fairy tale. I was going to go that, hey, I said to myself, I don't have this money. And I have to make it back. I don't have the minimum payment to make this money back. Uh, I better make the money in the 30 days before the bill comes to you. And, of course, it didn't happen. I wish it did. I could sit here. I had to go take cash advance from the other car to make the minimum pay- payment on this one, you know, the proverbial robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I know that nobody else has ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's it. you do whatever it takes. However, once it clicked, once it clicked, I bought my, the very first deal is your most difficult deal. And it's not, it has not to do with your education or anything else, which brings me to the next point. The reason I, it was a 22500 is because the biggest difference in your life, in any profession, in anything, in whether it's your health or finances or your education, will be a mentor or coach. And the difference is, in this day and age, information is free. Information wants to be free. Everything that in this Aurea convention, everything that you hear, including from me and anyone else, I promise you, if you look online, you'll find that information that someone is giving that information away for free. So don't come there for information. Information is free. Come for the inspiration and the implementation. And come for the network. Come because to be a part of the community become one of my goals is to create a like-minded community lifetime community of like-minded people it's hard enough as it is out there nobody understands what the crazy thing that you and i do so when we see that there's 700 people all of a sudden you see that my god i'm no longer alone and you can do it and that those are the things that this reorganization that oria is the uh, largest ria group in the convention and i'm so excited I can't wait how to be able to share this um, few nuggets that has helped me and many students along the way. So I just gave you this one very overarching um, philosophy of that why somebody's successful and somebody's not successful. It's the very mindset that real estate is the asset and not themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and along the way, huh? uh, I'm sorry, and, and uh, we need to take a quick break. So when we when we come back, we're going to talk about barriers and limiting beliefs and the things that people don't even realize are what's actually keeping them from being successful in real estate and in life. We're also going to take listener questions and comments at 877-772-9658 or via our website at askvina.com. 
Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Roger Salam, who is a real estate investor, uh, amongst other things. I mean, that's like the, the the like a lot of entrepreneurs, his resume is a mile long and includes, you know, social entrepreneuring, mastermind group, leading speaking, all sorts of things. But uh, he was sharing with me yesterday that he and his partners just bought a package of 115 properties. So yeah, he's a real investor too. Uh, I just got an email, Roger, from uh, uh, JC, who is a uh, many years uh, attendee of the OREA convention. And he says, I understand Roger's point that the same information that's available at the convention is free online, but it should probably be clarified that not all free information is good information and that OREA is very careful to pick out experts who not only have great technical information, but who also know how to convey it well. <laughs> so um, I think he's trying to protect people from that idea that, you know, all, all I need to do is join one of these online forums, and then these other people will teach me everything I need to know about real estate. That's, that's really not how, in my experience, real estate education works. I mean, what I see people try that method but the reality is most people who actually manage to build a business do it the way you do it, did it, which is they make an actual money investment and spend some intensive time learning. And also, you know, some of the advice I see people giving other people on some of these forums that is illegal, impractical, silly, you know, I, and I, and I kind of look and I kind of look at those things and I say, you know, the asker probably doesn't have enough frame of reference to know that what the answerer is saying isn't correct. <laughs> so, uh, JC makes a good point. Um, so let's, let's talk about, um, the, the barriers that people have to their success because so you you told the story about going to the seminar and paying a, a large amount of money uh, to get involved in a you know sort of intensive mentoring program I'm guessing that for every 10 people who also joined that mentoring program maybe five of them built a successful business so what was the difference between you and the people who got that information and made money with it and the ones who got the same information and didn't do anything with it. Yes. And I, I, I want to, um, one thing about, geez, I can literally quote from my uh, next book that's coming up. One of the things that, and I mentioned that the two things that you need to become successful is number one, the right mindset and the right know-how. And you'll also need, I mean, the confidence and competence both to reach to the top. Besides acquiring the above two, you'd have to get rid of one thing, which is false information. And which brings me to the point that JC made, is that the best thing about the internet is also the worst thing about the internet, is the free access, is you, you cannot, the volume of information to decipher it, there's so many, like you are saying, silly, just unrealistic, all of these things. You are successful in most cases in this day and age, it's not because what you don't know, it's what you think you know that's not true. And the, getting rid of the false information, because false information prevents the truth from coming in. So thank you, JC, for that clarification. And there is no alternative to not going to this in, industry um, convention and all of these experts that are going to share this under one roof, how monumental effort it takes to 
produce this event. Those who are not behind, as I said, I've been in this industry uh, with Tony Robbins doing large seminars since the 90s. So my hat's off to you. And to go back to your, the question that, yes, it is exactly one of the points that I talk about in a concept called modeling. That's what you're touching. It's that all of these people, they go to the same seminar, the same workbook, the same instructor. Everything is the same except when they go out, the results that they produce is not the same. So what is it? And anything you want to learn in life, there is two ways to go about it. The first way is this. It's called the school of hard knocks. That's a school of trial and error. And at, at this point, I always have few people that have you know, master's and PhD from that school. And I'm telling them that, no, another more efficient way of learning is a concept called modeling, which is duplicating success. And you're coming to this Aurea convention. I hope that if you're um, not registered, you're listening, that you definitely should come. It's because of this one thing that if you want to get the most out of, and if I ask people that go and duplicate someone's success, what, how would you go about it? And the first thing they do is, oh, well, I'm going to go and ask them, how do you do it? Well, how do they do it? That's exactly what the, in, uh, these experts will give it to you, tell you. But then the results are not the same. So it must be something more than what is it that they do, which is number one for you to model, which is their belief. And if you want to know what a belief is, a belief is nothing but a feeling of certainty. And almost like you should underline the word certainty because stronger the certainty is, stronger the belief is, the faster it's going to manifest. And I can do a seminar, and I do, and I did, it's just on this personal development concept of this belief and what holds them back. It is boils down to this simple thing. You just asked me, and I can do one day of explaining, but it boils down to the greatest barrier of, for someone not becoming successful is their belief that's holding them back. And I call their belief is their BS. <laughs> the belief system. And a belief, think about it, a belief is like your software. And I literally ask them that if that is your software, number one, a few questions I have for you. Who installed it? That, that belief that you have. How did you get it? And if you somehow got it, when was the last time you had an upgrade? <laughs> and and it, all of a sudden, for some people, it clicks. Because no, you and I have never sat down and question ourselves, you know what? I believe this. How did it happen? How did I get it? And is it still relevant? And then I go into the two kinds of beliefs, not right belief or wrong belief. It's empowering belief versus limiting belief. And this right or wrong is going to mess you up. Because all successful people are kind of weird. <laughs> they do think that the average people don't. So I literally collect beliefs. I have the privilege of one-on-one -on -one interview the top real estate gurus in this industry, top real estate investors, because I just ran the largest real estate invitational mastermind group, and I have extracted their successful beliefs. That means their software. So I am going to share with you, literally, depending on the time, how much you want me to go, that those successful beliefs of real estate investors I'm going to give you, um, and please, if we have to go to commercial, interrupt me. So I'm going to give you one example of what I call 
empowering belief of real estate investors. One empowering belief is you're one good deal away from turning things around. If you approach every deal with that belief that this is that deal, you're one good deal away from paying off your bills. You're one good deal away from quitting your job. You're one good deal away from really having the peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And this is that one deal. Well, that is actually... If you really knew that was the deal, how would you approach? How respectfully would you talk to the seller? How carefully you would handle that? And I'll give you a even a better uh, story about it in terms of a metaphor that I remember seeing a FedEx commercial. This was the one, one of the most brilliant, um, to me, one of the brilliant message in that commercial. And this was after there, you know, when you absolutely positively have to overnight call FedEx. Then they came up with this new commercial. And the, all FedEx employees in the entire company got a memo that, hello, employees, there's next week we're going to deliver one package of all the billions of packages that we have ever delivered in the history of our company, this is the most important package of all. Absolutely, we must deliver this one package perfectly on time. I don't, we don't care about any other packages. This is the one package. The entire company is on high alert that this is the golden package. And as the story goes, guess what? Somehow, somebody put that golden package inside a brown box and forgot to label that box. (laughs) So that package got lost. So out of these billions of box of brown packages, they don't know which one contains the golden package. So hence, since they lost it, the moral of the story is they have to treat now Every package as if it is the golden package. It is the most important package for them to deliver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yes. And so if, if you talk about an empowering, simple empowering belief, that if you approach the next person that you meet, the next convention that you go to, the next, even if you're looking at how the fender bender that you have, the next event in your life is the event. That's going to take you to the next level in your business, in your career, in your relationship. Your life with that kind of an attitude, with that kind of an empowering belief, will take you way beyond uh, learning about the mechanics of what to become successful, how or how you become successful. Like I said, you cannot have confidence without the competence. When you're flying high in an airplane, you just don't want an enthusiastic pilot, okay? (laughs) You need, at that point, really, I would rather have a competent pilot than uh, with a a bad attitude. I have been a good attitude, a pilot who doesn't know what they're doing. So there's no substitute for competence. You must learn. Another thing I teach or share that people come to me and say, what's the tricks of the trade? My philosophy is learn the trade well. Learn the trade well, you'll come up with your own tricks. Otherwise, you'll look like a Swiss cheese, full of holes. And you not know, because you only learn the trick, and your um, weaknesses will be revealed. 
when your students or fellow investors are in a situation, they ask you a question and you don't know how to answer it. So the really, if you want to know what one thing, and I can give you example after example and more into what the definition of an empowering belief is, what the definition of a right or what do I mean by right or wrong belief is, it's on that whole mindset and attitude component and is what holds them back. Literally, the title that change your mindset, change your life. You come to these conventions and you'll see there's a reason. Those top people that are on stage, there's a reason why they're on stage. And, and, and that is not an accident. And when Success we... We did yeah. when we, we we need to take another quick break, Roger. And when yeah. we come back, I want to explore a little bit more about the idea of what some limiting beliefs that real estate investors might have, and not even realize that that's what it is. As well as take listener questions at eight seven 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 two nine six five eight or via our website at askvina.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones Cox. My guest today is Roger Salam, who is not only a real estate investor, but also someone who trains entrepreneurs of lots of different stripes about how to get between get what's between their ears straight so that they can get the uh, their businesses on under control and successful. And before the break, we were talking about uh, an example of, of empowering beliefs that real estate investors have. And Roger, I suspect there's more folks out there who have limiting beliefs that they aren't even aware. They just think they're reality. They don't think they're beliefs. They just think this is the way the world is. And they don't, they're sitting here listening to you and they're thinking, I don't have any limiting beliefs. I just can't find any deals. So what, what would be some examples of some limiting beliefs that you have seen real estate entrepreneurs uh, labor under and maybe not even realize that that's what was happening? And why, um, why are there 650 people in this convention and not 60,000 and not 600,000 is because of the biggest limiting belief. And that, that you should have 650,000 people breaking down the doors and you'd have to, like, stop the convention at 6,000 and say, sorry, that's it. There's no venue bigger than this. And we have to go to the arena for because of this one fundamental limiting belief. I talk about the five fundamentals. Uh, if you want to talk about all the different components of real estate, they fall into all of these five categories. One of these five categories. Number one is find it. Number two, fund it. Number three, fix it. Number four, flip it or flow it, meaning cash flow it. So find it, fund it, fix it, flip it or flow it. Anything you want to talk about real estate will fall into one of these uh, five categories. And the next question I ask, especially openly, is that of these five, which one do you think is the most difficult? It's the general public and Invariably, the answer almost always is if they have not heard me before or they, they don't have any exposure to this, they'll always say funding because they think that it takes money to do real estate. It takes money to make money. So the reason there's not 6,000 people is because I don't have the money. So I can go learn about real estate investing, but 
I need money to buy the houses. I need money to make the down payment. We're not talking about going to the grocery store buying a gallon of milk. We're talking about even the junker properties or what we call low-income properties, they still cost thousands of dollars. Right there is what prevents them from even going into the path of financial freedom, taking the first step, because that limiting belief will hold them back. And time and again, I believe the greatest lie perpetuated is that it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. It takes money to make money. That's the one incredibly limiting belief. And in one sense, you know what? Those, some people can, hey, 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 don't say too many people the, the, the truth because then they'll all get in and they'll be really become competitive. So that's our secret. If, if people really knew that it doesn't take money to make money, then they would really come into this game. And the, an example that you have, the other thing that you said is that, hey, there's that I can't find any deals. I can't find any deals. Right there is another limiting belief. Is I believe this is I this is another the antithesis of that is I don't um, many examples that deals are not found. Deals are created. Deals are created through specialized knowledge, through specialized knowledge, and those are the most fun things for me. Why I'm in it to be a um, transaction engineer. And how you can solve the problem, how many ways you can slice it and dice it and, and make a deal that was not a deal when it came to you. And you, through your knowledge, you turn it into a deal. Mm-hmm. So I think that the uh, number one is I gave you that it takes money to make money, so I don't have the money. So why should I even go something and waste my money on learning something that I cannot buy to do it? And number two is I can't find any deals. And, uh, of course, the... Other thing is, I have I, they they have the baggages that they bring with them, with a plethora of failures that I've tried before. This is another get-rich-quick scheme. Hey, I've tried all these other things didn't work. Why will this work? And because they did this, they bring themselves into this venture as they did with the other ventures, the previous mindset as opposed to a new mindset before they approach it. And let me so, let me let me share with you one of my favorite limiting beliefs that I it 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 surprises me when I hear this even though I've heard it a zillion times. Every time somebody brings it up I kind of go, "Oh yeah, that's right, people think that." Uh is that if someone is selling you their house at a price that makes you money, you must be ripping them off. Right, because there's only one way you could get a house cheap, right? And that would be to steal it. Would be like convince someone that their house was worth less than it actually was, and then, and then take it away from them. And uh, you know, those of us who've who've been doing this for a lot of years know that that is just not the way it works. People people know what their houses are worth. I mean, you can you can look it up online anytime, right? People people know what their houses are worth. And they're making they're making decisions to sell at a lower than market price or to sell with terms or to sell in, you know, in any way other than full retail, all cash because of something that's that's going on with them. Right. That's what that's what we know that a lot of people who even even after they've taken the training will say will say, but I don't want to go out and rip off old ladies for a living. 
mm-hmm. because they, that's that's the belief they have is that 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 must be the way it is because I would never sell my house cheap, right? And since I would never sell my house cheap, anyone who was doing it is either stupid or misled. Yeah, I I, I can I can definitely um, echo the sentiment, and I just full frontal address it, and it's number one. It, right there, what you what you've shared is with. I mean, almost I say that we are the ambulance chaser of this industry. That's what what we we uh, we can, can tell us. And I said, hey, first of all, you and I are not the only smart people. I tell people that everybody has Google these days, not just you and me. Okay, <laughs> so he said they can look up. People do not. People do not give you their equity because they don't know that their house is worth more and they're selling it for less people buy peace of mind with that equity because you have provided a solution for them i am not a real estate investor i am a solutions provider people always used to ask me that hey the market what about the market what i said you know what because i provide solutions if there is no longer death divorce job transfer hardship all of this Somewhere, somehow, the property or the owner, one of the two has to be distressed in order for us to be able to create an opportunity for there. We did not create that situation. We go there and we help them out of that situation. And if I am going to, I just bought a house literally two weeks ago, an elderly couple, I walked in there. They want to move to Tennessee to be near their grandkids, their their kids have grandsons, so I said, we haven't seen them for years. We want to move there. And my first question is that I said, hey, do you realize that I'm an investor, that I have to make money on this house, and you're trying to get the most money, and I'm trying to get the least money? I think you should you know all your choices. You should call a realtor first, not me. I go through all of their options because really, really I want them sincerely want them to get the most money for their houses because this house is in good condition. It's not like they've been living there for 20-some years. They've kept it beautifully. So this is not – but the situation here is if they, I mean, if they don't get the high – I don't have a, a high comp. I want a real high comp also, not just everybody going um, – Stealing the house at low price, then nobody, none of us will be able to sell it at a higher price because all the comps are the low comps. So one by one, and of course, these people are not stupid. They said, no, we've already called the realtors. We don't want it. We don't want to go through that process. And I said, if you don't have one, I will call you my realtor. Please try all these options first. If you haven't, I should be your last choice. However, I can write a check now. You don't have to wait if you want it. And I ask them a question, how much would you take? And they give me the number. And if it works, we, we make a deal. If it doesn't, and I walk away from there because I don't want to buy it that bad. I have literally, um, <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, you, you, I, rem- I remember a, p- a point. I was, I was with the seller, and at the end, the seller was kind of being a little facetious. So she asked me that, how much money will you make off of my house? And I asked my students that if they ask you, she just they put her on the like it put me on the spot. So how much money are you gonna make off of this house? And I asked this my students. So what are you gonna if somebody asks you, what are you gonna say? What would? And almost invariably, everyone's answer is. 
they were going to go, oh, no, you don't realize how much work there is. It's not, uh, I have to do this, I have to have market, I don't know, I'm taking all the risks. They, they start apologizing or defending. They think that if I say that I'm going to make a lot of money, that they're going to, they're going to get um, upset or they're going to find out and not sell me the property. I tell you, if any seller ever asks you that kind of a question, she asked me, how much money are you going to make? Without skipping a beat, I looked at her and I said, obscene amount. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that? I just, I, I said, if you have a problem with that, please, let's not do this transaction. I don't want to buy your house that bad. Like you said, I bought 115 houses uh, two days ago. So there's plenty of deals that is not... Um, enough funding. I could buy. I could have bought fifteen hundred, not hundred and fifteen. And but this was it. And other investors bought the the rest. Mm-hmm. So if you apologize, it's I like what's called. There's a shock value. It it wakes them up. And I, I have my real estate investor friends, and uh, this very good friend, and he would come to me and uh, straight. He said, you know what? I want to make three kinds of money unconscionable, un, you know, obscene, and he would say, like, on and on. He would he's funny, and funny equals money. When you go, just keep it uptone. Keep it upbeat. And be respectful. I didn't cause the problem. Be sympathetic. Be empathetic about the situation. How can I help? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and please know that if I cannot do this transaction, this is a business deal for me. I remember being another lady came to my office and because somebody referred her to me and I first thing I tell her, told her that, hey, you know what, you realize that this is a business you're in here. Yes, I will help you, but if I cannot make money in this transaction, I cannot help you. Truth, the first word out of her mouth is, Roger, I already like you. Because she goes, I hate those people that knock on my door and say, I'm here to help you. No, you're not here to help me. You're here to help yourself. Why don't you say that? And really, if honesty is the, if honesty is the best policy, if it wasn't a saying, it truly is the best policy. It's a very good business strategy. It's a very good business strategy. If, if it wasn't, a, <laughs> I would adopt it as a business strategy. Just go there and tell people the way it is. Otherwise, it's going to come to bite you every time. If it hasn't, it will. It's just you haven't done enough transactions. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, we have a, a question that just came in via askvina.com. This is from uh, Linda in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. I don't know if that's anywhere near you or not because I have no idea where Santa Rosa Beach is. Uh, Linda says... Uh, Roger just mentioned something in passing about competition. I think one of my limiting beliefs has to do with competition because it seems as if in the last year or two, there were a lot more people in my particular strategy than there were before. I'm a wholesaler and it seems like there are bandit signs on every telephone pole. Every seller I talk to has spoken to other people and there are zillions of ads in our local Craigslist. How can I get over the limiting belief that there just aren't enough deals for all of us? Wonderful, wonderful. Great question. Great question. And it is amazing. Just because you think that they have put out signs, 
that they're wholesalers. Like, I'm a wholesaler. This 115 properties that I've purchased, I'm going to wholesale it, all of them, if I can. And all those, and it's in my Tampa, I, that's where I am, these people, when you, they, I would call every one of them because they're not only wholesalers, they're also buyers. That's how you can build your buyers list because they're buying. And most of these people are lazy. They have this, they're one trick pony. They're doing this. They're not going to, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm sure you come to this event, you're going to find out how many other ways, because you're only seeing the bandit signs as a competition. They're expanding the marketplace of the entire real estate industry. And you just have to, uh, I was listening to another, another book, um, and I recommend everyone this this book. This is so. And every time you read a new book, this is the best book for this month. This is really awesome. It's uh, called the Ten X Rule. The Ten X Rule by Grant Cardone. The guy is absolutely off the chart, and he talks about that. The book, the subtitle is the only difference between success and failure. And my friend from Santa Rosa, that if you want to become successful. In, those, in the middle of those competitions, all you have to do is follow the 10x rule, meaning that you have to put out 10 times more effort, 10 times more signs, 10 times more calls, 10 times, and not, all of a sudden you'll see all your competition will drop out because they, they will think you are the dominating force in that marketplace. <laughs> I cannot compete with, with her. That 10x rule, the only difference between success and failure, it's just 10x thinking, it's, and, and 10x action starts first with 10x thinking. Whatever you think it will take, multiply it by 10x. And if you're um, lucky, if it doesn't take 10x, you're just 4x, you're ahead of the game. <laughs> Brilliant, and I recommend if you get this book, please download the audio book, because the book I have the book also. I have rec- I made it mandatory for all of my um, students to read it and of m- my staff. And quite frankly, Vina, that inspired me to go to buy 115 houses because I've never, ever bought a 115 at a time because I said, you know what? It's, I better, before I get on stage, how am I going to tell people or 10x if I have not taken action on 10x? <laughs> I said, I am going to go for it. All of a sudden, people are just, wow, he's got 115 properties, and I'm sending out emails to my buyers and other places. It's giving the perception, and I don't know if I know, I know that not everybody buys 115, but that's an example of 10x. That you think, dominant, he, he talks about, forget about, uh, competition being healthy. He, he, he makes fun that, you know, whoever said competition is healthy, healthy for whom? <laughs> there he is. So you have to go rise above competition and think of domination. Apple doesn't compete. Apple dominates. They are the only game in town, baby. So he, he goes on and on. He goes, if, if competition is healthy, then domination is immunity. <laughs> you cannot get sick. So you just go, and the other thing I, I want to also, I, t- I tell before I get on stage, I said, please, don't expect me to have all the answers. I am no different than you. I'm just another investor 
maybe I'm a little bit ahead of you on certain things. In many ways, you're ahead of me. And if anybody says they have all the answers, run away from those people. And nobody has all the answers. We're all, that's why we go to these events that, Vina, you have an answer, I have an answer, and someone else has an answer, uh, and collectively we come, become richer than if we ever uh, by ourselves. So all we're giving you is our point of view, what works. And I promise you is that you follow this 10x rule, you will all of a sudden, they'll be saying that, seeing your signs everywhere and not anyone else's signs. I was the, personally, I was the biggest sign polluter in the five counties surrounding me. And I have um, now, in the heydays, I was putting 500 to 1,000 bandit signs every week. And, and that's on top of my, you know, newspaper, television, all the other advertising. I'm coming, this, this is my second go around in this real estate game. And this time I'm doing it differently. Because one thing that we didn't have in the last go around is the way the proliferation of internet and social media. Uh-huh. That, that's making a huge difference. This is technically the, how the game has changed. The paradigm shift, and I, I will share with you also um, the people that how I believe that in order to become successful, if you're playing by the old rule, then it's not that you will not become successful, that you are missing out. You're missing out on a huge part of the online game, how you're not going to play. This game can be played virtually right now. And this game can be played virtually using your phone and your um, laptop. And, and, and I want to prove it to you. These 115 properties, I have not seen a single one of them. Of course, I did the numbers and analysis and everything, and I've seen it online. I've walked through the houses through Google uh, Earth, and I can, you can literally walk through the street as if you're there with an avatar. So you don't, you could be in China, you could be in any, any place and play this game of physical real estate investing without ever being there. And Roger, and with the- that, we are going to have to uh, end the program because unfortunately there's one right after us. Otherwise, I would just, you know, keep keep listening to you all day long. Folks who want to hear more with Roger, the uh, Cincinnati Real Estate Investors Association meeting tomorrow night is at Great Wolf Lodge. So whether you're a member or a guest signed up for the convention or not, you can come see Roger at 730 tomorrow night at the Great Wolf Lodge. Uh, if you're just now hearing about the convention and you'd like to get signed up, unfortunately, pre-registration is closed, but you can register at the door at the Great Wolf Lodge here in Cincinnati, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. We will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. <music>